0: Chapters 46 through 50 of Theologia Germanica. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J.A. Carter. Theologia Germanica by an anonymous author. Translated by Susanna Winkworth. Chapters 46 through 50. Chapter 46 How Entire Satisfaction and True Rest Are to Be Found in God Alone, and Not in Any Creature, and How He Who Will Be Obedient Unto God Must Also Be Obedient To The Creatures With All Quietness, and He Who Would Love God Must Love All Things In One. It is said that He Who Is Content To Find All His Satisfaction in God Hath Enough, and this is true. And he who findeth satisfaction in aught which is this or that findeth it not in God. And he who findeth it in God findeth it in nothing else, but in that which is neither this nor that, but is all. For God is one and must be one, and God is all and must be all. And now what is and is not one is not God. And what is and is not all and above all is also not God, for God is one and above one, and all and above all. Now he who findeth full satisfaction in God receiveth all his satisfaction from one source, and from one only, as one. And a man cannot find all satisfaction in God unless all things are one to him, and one is all, and something and nothing are alike. But where it should be thus there would be true satisfaction and not else. Therefore also, he who will wholly commit himself unto God and be obedient to him, must also resign himself to all things and be willing to suffer them without resisting or defending himself or calling for succor. And he who doth not thus resign or submit himself to all things in one as one doth not resign or submit himself to God. Let us look at Christ. And he who shall and will lie still under God's hand must lie still under all things in one as one, and in no wise withstand any suffering. Such an one were a Christ. And he who fighteth against affliction and refuseth to endure it is truly fighting against God. And that is to say we must not withstand any creature or thing by force of war, either in will or works. But we may indeed without sin prevent affliction, or avoid it, or flee from it. Now he who shall or will love God loveth all things in one as all, one and all, and one in all, as all in one. And he who loveth somewhat this or that, otherwise than in the one, and for the sake of the one loveth not God, for he loveth somewhat which is not God, therefore he loveth it more than God. Now he who loveth somewhat more than God, or along with God, loveth not God, for he must be and will be alone loved, and verily nothing ought to be loved but God alone. And when the true divine light and love dwell in a man, he loveth nothing else but God alone, for he loveth God as goodness, and for the sake of goodness, and all goodness as one, and one as all. For in truth... All is one, and one is all in God. Chapter 57 A Question Whether if we ought to love all things, we ought to love sin also. Some may put a question here and say, If we are to love all things, must we then love sin too? I answer, No. When I say all things, I mean all good and all that is, is good in so far as it hath being. The devil is good in so far as he hath being. In this sense, nothing is evil or not good. But sin is to will, desire, or love otherwise than as God doeth. And willing is not being, therefore it is not good. Nothing is good, except in so far as it is in God and with God. Now all things have their being in God, and more truly in God than in themselves, and therefore all things are good in so far as they have a being, and if there were aught that hath not its being in God, it would not be good. Now behold, the willing or desiring which is contrary to God is not in God, for God cannot will or desire anything contrary to himself, or otherwise than himself. Therefore it is evil or not good, and is merely naught. God loveth also works, but not all works, which then, such as are done from the teaching and guidance of the true light and the true love. And what is done from these, and in these, is done in spirit and in truth, and what is thereof is God's, and pleaseth him well. But what is done of the false light and false love is all of the wicked one and especially what happeneth is done or left undone, wrought or suffered from any other will or desire or love than God's will or desire or love. This is and cometh to pass without God and contrary to God and is utterly contrary to good works and is altogether sin. Chapter 58. How we must believe certain things of God's truth beforehand Ere we can come to a true knowledge and experience thereof. Christ said, He that believeth not, or will not, or cannot believe, shall be damned. It is so of a truth. For a man, while he is in this present time, hath not knowledge, and he cannot attain unto it unless he first believe. And he who would know before he believeth cometh never to true knowledge. We speak not here of the articles of the Christian faith, for every one believeth them, and they are common to every Christian man, whether he be sinful or saved, good or wicked, and they must be believed in the first place, for without that one cannot come to know them. But we are speaking of a certain truth which it is possible to know by experience, but which ye must believe in before that you know it by experience, else ye will never come to know it truly. This is the faith of which Christ speaketh in that saying of his. Chapter 59 Of self-will, and how Lucifer and Adam fell away from God through self-will. It hath been said that there is of nothing so much in hell as of self-will. The which is true, for there is nothing else there than self-will, and if there were no self-will there would be no devil and no hell. When it is said that Lucifer fell from heaven and turned away from God and the like, it meaneth nothing else than that he would have his own will and would not be at one with the eternal will. So was it likewise with Adam in paradise. And when we say self-will, we mean to will otherwise than as the one and eternal will of God willeth. Chapter 50 How this present time is a paradise and outer court of heaven. And how therein there is only one tree forbidden that is self-will what is paradise all things that are for all are goodly and pleasant and therefore may fitly be called a paradise it is said also that paradise is an outer court of heaven even so this world is verily an outer court of the eternal or of eternity and specially whatever in time or any temporal things or creatures manifesteth or remindeth us of God or eternity. For the creatures are a guide and a path unto God and eternity. Thus this world is an outer court of eternity, and therefore it may well be called a paradise, for it is such in truth. And in this paradise all things are lawful, save one tree and the fruits thereof. That is to say, of all things that are, Nothing is forbidden, and nothing is contrary to God, but one thing only, that is, self-will, or to will otherwise than the eternal will would have it. Remember this, For God saith to Adam, that is, to every man, Whatever thou art, or doest, or leavest undone, or whatever cometh to pass, is all lawful and not forbidden, if it be not done from or according to thy will. But for the sake of and according to my will. But all that is done from thine own will is contrary to the eternal will. It is not that every work which is thus wrought is in itself contrary to the eternal will, but in so far as it is wrought from a different will, or otherwise than from the eternal and divine will. End of chapters 46 through 50. Recording by J. A. Carter www.afewparagraphs.com.